This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I am thrilled today to be joined by Patricia McClure-Chessier. Patricia is going to talk to you about her career, her priorities today, what she's most excited about it, what she's seeing in behavioral health, and a little bit more. Patricia, can you take a moment to introduce yourself? Yes. So I am Patricia, and I have been in the behavioral healthcare industry for over 25 years. Um, I worked my way up through the ranks. Um, some of my formal positions include I'm a director of a 145-bed ICFDD facility for people with intellectual disabilities. I was also an associate clinical director for outpatient services and also a director of risk management and performance improvement um, for a 165-bed inpatient psychiatric hospital and outpatient services. And currently, I am employed with Signature Healthcare Services as a hospital administrator um, and right now, my corporation is using my experience as a CEO and my previous experience as a director of risk management and performance improvement um, to help hospitals within the enterprise with compliance, regulatory challenges, and also implementation of best practices. So, Patricia, you, you've had sort of this magnificent career. Talk about what your priorities are this year. What are you most focused on this year? My priorities for this year is to help hospitals not go back to business as usual, um, because that is actually the very thing that left us vulnerable to the crippling impact of COVID-19 on our systems of care. Um, I really want to encourage healthcare leaders to focus on a new normal, which includes building the reality that's required to accelerate transformation, such as telehealth. So prior to COVID, telehealth was a niche, but now we know that telehealth has become a necessity. Another priority I would say is to encourage leaders to remain nimble and embrace technology. Uh, we were forced to make several adaptations and operations due to the pandemic, such as in telehealth and patient visitation. And this may still be a better option for some patients, even you know, post-COVID. We was also forced to conduct Zoom hospital meetings to adhere to social distancing. And that is something that has worked very well in our system. Um, my priority overall, I would say, is to help leaders to continue to think outside of the box um, as they have been forced to when the pandemic first hit, evaluate their systems that they put in place during COVID, and then perfect those systems that will remain post-COVID. So those are my priorities, Scott. Well, fantastic, Patricia. And talk about this year, such a changing world, so many different issues. What are you most excited about this year? You know, I am very excited um, about um, COVID being, getting behind us, um, but I also want to stress that COVID has made us be more innovative. It helped patients receiving telehealth services understand that they are just as important to the, to the provider as if they were in, in person. Um, according to the CDC, there are 32,855,010 cases of COVID, and that was reported in the past 30 days. And what I am mostly excited about is that 60.5% of adults in America have received at least one vaccination in the United States. Um, so the more people we get vaccinated in our country, the more Americans will be able to socially engage with others. And we also know that social engagement helps to increase the quality of life. So I am very happy to see the light at the end of the tunnel, Scott. Oh, magnificent, Patricia. And take a moment on... How is health system strategy changing over the pandemic? What are some of your thoughts on changes in strategy? Very good question. You know, I believe health systems have truly learned what it is like to be nimble 
because COVID-19 has forced us to do just that. Um, I'm a lot more optimistic than I have been in the past, I must say. Um, the pandemic has changed healthcare and health systems must develop strategies to address underlying issues in our healthcare system, such as the widening of socioeconomic disparity for the vulnerable population and people of color. Um, health systems will have to take patient social determinants into consideration. And we know that some of those are access to care, economic stability, education, the patient's neighborhood, and their physical environment. Um, so I would have to say that I am a lot more optimistic than I have been in the past because the pandemic exacerbated issues that have been there for a long time. But now we are starting to have a serious conversation and engaging the right players. So I'm a lot more a lot more optimistic than I have been in the past, guys. Magnificent. Patricia McCord, Chestier, you're just a pleasure to visit with you today. Thank you so much for taking the time to visit with us on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast again. Thank you very much. Thank you, and thank you for having me, Scott.